Africa Connected, your link to Africa's markets. Brought to you by Standard Bank. Moving forward. Hashtag Africa Connected. Lee Kasumba on the line to us from Abidjan in Cote d'Ivoire this evening. Describe what's happening outside your window, Lee. Make me feel like I'm in Abidjan with you. Right now, outside my window, I am looking at a building. I think it's the CNPS building. And, yeah, there's traffic, but traffic is really orderly. And they have a whole lot of, like, orange taxis. So you know how in New York you've got the yellow taxis? They literally have orange taxis. And people are just going about their business. I'm going home because it's about 16, 40 hour time here. And, yeah, it's just orderly traffic, literally not chaotic. Nobody's screaming at each other. It's just. You know, people are calm. It's it's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Joburg, that's for sure. Now, tell me what you're having for supper in Abidjan yeah, this evening. I mean, are you going out? Do you are you are you going out to uh, is there a restaurant area near to where you are? What what's happening? Well, um, so for lunch, I went to this amazing restaurant called uh, Norima Restaurant, um, and basically, it was started by uh, people who moved from the state to um, Cote d'Ivoire. And literally, this restaurant is extremely, just the ambiance is amazing, and the food was fantastic as well. And um, we had salmon, and you can imagine it was delicious <laughs> on this side of the world. I mean, also, what was quite interesting, it has nothing to do about anything, but there was a lady um, from, um, from Cote d'Ivoire who's a really well-known singer um, at this particular restaurant who actually opened up for Joss Stone, and Joss Stone performed at the same venue um, that you can see just across the water where you saw Joe performed. So it was really quite a whole cultural experience and I felt that I was around the arty, crafty, kind of like cultured um, people within Cote d'Ivoire. So it was really lovely in Cote d'Ivoire. So it was really lovely. Oh, good. I'm glad you're enjoying it. But now tell me about the middle class in Cote d'Ivoire. Is it uh, quite an egalitarian country? Are there the, the glaring gaps between rich and poor that we have here? No, so I actually thought that they wouldn't be um, a middle class within Cote d'Ivoire. And obviously, you know, um, in most African countries, we don't see a middle class at all. And then in other countries, the middle class is growing smaller and smaller because of the economic hardships that we're dealing with. But in Cote d'Ivoire, I mean, an article that came out with Reuters that was done with um, somebody from the IMF, Literally, they said that the, um, the amount of people who are part of, form part of the middle class in Cote d'Ivoire are 23%. And that number is actually growing. And one of the ways that you kind of see it growing um, a lot is in different ways. So one way is that when um, Stambic Bank first started uh, here in about 2013 or so, um, they literally, before the, the, the CEO of Stambic Bank, Hervé, he said that when he first got here in 2013, there, was three, there were three malls. Now there are malls booming literally everywhere around the city in Abidjan. So, and that's because there is a high demand with regards to the, um, the middle class. And this West African Economic and Monetary Union, is, is it really important in terms of driving business as, as in the region rather than just in a single country? Yeah, so, I mean, the, the importance of this particular, um, of the West African Economic and Monetary Union is the fact that if you're from either of the eight countries, so that's namely Benin, Burkina Faso, Cote d'Ivoire, Guinea-Bissau, Mali, Niger, Senegal, and Togo, 
basically you have the same um, bank laws, the same tax laws, the same language, and it just makes it easier to do business across the region. And it also helps to kind of standardize what the costs are going to be for tariffs, you know, when it comes to this particular region. An interesting thing, though, is that although um, Cote d'Ivoire is a post uh, is a post-war economy, they actually are responsible for 40% of the amount of money that goes into um, the West African Economic and Monetary Union, which is obviously, you know, they pretty much are the most important um, country when it comes to that. And what's also interesting is that whatever happens in Cote d'Ivoire really affects this particular region more than anything else. So if there's any instability in one of the other countries, it's not as bad as when Cote d'Ivoire has um, any sort of instability. And obviously with the 2020 elections coming up, you know, um, everybody within the region is looking closely at what's going on in Cote d'Ivoire, but they really are the shining light um, in this region. Uh, South Africa prides itself on its financial sector, on the uh, strength of its banks and how well banks are regulated. Uh, Is it a big issue in Cote d'Ivoire as well? Just how significant a role are the banks there playing? I mean, banks play a really significant role within uh, within Cote d'Ivoire, and it's obviously because you know you have this um, this country that's you know it's booming quite rapidly. You know, I think that the last figures I stand to be corrected that came through at about seven point five percent growth, which is quite phenomenal. An interesting thing about the banks is that when you look at the people, the, the countries that are investing the most in the banks, um, you've got Turkey, you've got Tunisia, and you've got Morocco. France has only actually got about a 25% investment where the banking sector is concerned, and then South Africa is behind that, you know, where where that is concerned. So it's really interesting to see other African markets really fighting their way into into Cote d'Ivoire with regards to the banking sector. Lee Kasumba, thank you, with Africa Connected this evening in Abidjan, in Côte d'Ivoire, uh, bringing us the very latest from Africa Connected. Uh, Lee Kasumba on The Money Show this evening. For more on Lee's travels, go to africaconnected.co.za. Standard Bank calls Africa home and drives her growth. Combining their strong African presence with global capabilities, Standard Bank supports businesses that need a banking partner who knows Africa. Standard Bank has partnered with Cape Talk and 702 on Africa Connected to give you in-depth and first-hand insights into Africa's diverse markets and the innovative solutions that come from Africa. Standard Bank, moving forward.